We are back. Thank you for joining us for the Sister Wives Catch-Up, episode 11 and 12. Just some quick life updates. Leon is doing better. How would you describe recovery now? A lot less pain. My knee, when I first, the first couple of days that we got out of surgery, it looked like a, when people say it looks like a bowling ball, like, I don't know if people describe their knee that way if they ever you know, swell up, but it's legit so fat. It might as well be a bowling ball attached to your leg. But now it's looking a little bit more like I'm developing a kneecap again. So I think it's going really well. One Thanksgiving story really quick. The holiday itself went really well. We were being super lazy the day after. Part of Leon's recovery, we we have a really nice pull-out couch. Like, it turns into a bed. And so we had Leon sleeping down there because it's just easier not going upstairs. So... Essentially, the entire bottom floor was his bedroom. Fast forward to a lazy day after Thanksgiving, just hanging out, waking up really late. Leon checks his phone. We find out his parents are going to be there in 10 minutes. It was something like, hey, are you home? Uh, we'll be there in a half hour. And my the message said 35 minutes ago. <laughs> I was like, uh, I think my parents are coming. I, I can't explain the stress that I was going through. I've never cleaned so fast in my life, though the guest room is trashed because just saying everything just got moved from downstairs to the guest room. Just imagine like a big blanket laying on the floor and just piles of like clothes, laundry, just stuff. Clean laundry because I had a pile. um, um, Decorations. Older decorations. like Because I was also mid in the process of switching out for Thanksgiving. We were in a transitional phase. Transitional phase. And that whole unit of things was just like dumped in the guest room. (laughs) It was not. And then I immediately just go, hi, nice to see you guys. And I just went up into stairs and took a shower. There was no attempting to play this off cool. And then your mom just proceeded to walk through our house and tell us everything we need to change. Why do parents, why do, why do, maybe parents, why do people do that? I, well, like, wow, your house could look, use a little bit more photos. Am like, I allowed maybe, to do this when I go there? Maybe not. No, maybe my house, I just want just chill. Like, I'm good. You just got to roll with it because there's nothing you can say that's going to be like, don't fight it. Just go. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay, but that's all that, that was probably the most exciting part of Thanksgiving weekend, I think. It was pretty tame. It was cool to see everyone. It was nice and chill. Yeah, I hope everyone had a great, great holiday break. Uh, And thank you for joining us today. All right, starting with episode 11, The Worst Goodbye. We're getting some hitters. Great episodes. episodes are incredible. Why didn't McKelty do this? Just starting off real broad here. Oh, even though she was trying to be positive, it's it's a total shit show the whole time. It just wasn't needed, especially with how everything just ended. Also, okay, McKelty's a better person than I am. Definitely. Well, no, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, because she can see the good in Cody and Robin. I don't know. She is just, I try to view it in a lens of she is more mature than I could be because I'm going to have an alliance with my mom. See the good or semi-oblivious. Maybe it's that. Maybe she refuses to see the truth. Yeah. I don't understand how her relationship is so close with Robin. The I know she 
babysat her kiddos for some time. No, no, no. You're, she was a live-in nanny. She was taken from her mother's home and yeah, taken true, to Robbins true. four hours away prior to marriage. I wonder how long that lasted. I have no idea. Because it was like over the summer, so it could really last like an entire summer. I'm personally not that attached to employers. Also, we've hit this before, but Robin didn't work. So where is she going? Why does she need a live-in nanny? She's not going anywhere. Well, because the kids don't sleep. We'll get into that later. I feel like Christine needed to take McKelty to the side and say, I need you to understand, I fucking hate your dad and I fucking hate Robin. She would never. She would (laughs) never. She's also way more mature about this. She is. But I just don't know why, even to this day, she is still pushing this relationship. Oh, even in the latest photos that we saw, that's true. I don't know. This girl must be blind to what we're watching or she does not tune in because there's no way from watching these past couple seasons, you would still support your father. Like, I couldn't. That's why I say she's more mature, but maybe she's just oblivious. In all honesty, it seems like all the older kiddos, I call older kiddos, but they're mostly adults now, they've sort of, I don't want to say abandoned their dad, but sort of distanced themselves. From him. Yeah. So Janelle returns to Christine's house to talk about the conversation, the big blow up from Cody. They talk about his anger and she brings up a good point. She wanted to know if Christine kind of meant what she said about Robin and her children and not wanting relationships, if she meant no relationships or just space. Janelle is smart for clarifying this. Maybe a producer was in her ear. Because then we always, we got flashbacks even at the next episode of what Christine said and what Robin took from it. I don't get how you could take that somebody doesn't want a relationship with you or your kids when all they said was, I just need space right now. That means I hate you and your children and never talk to me again. That's what she took out of it. And she probably went home because we know how she is and said, hey, Christine hates you. I think you're onto something. It is pretty incredible to see someone be the victim so many times in so many situations or turn themselves into the victim. Or it's just somehow about her. Like somehow Cody and Christine's divorce is about Robin. Yeah, I thought that was really strange in the sit down how it went from talking about Christine moving on, getting a divorce, but then it became about Robin, which I thought was really strange. (laughs) I'll never get over what she thought she heard. Christine and Janelle kind of reflect on their relationship. They talk about how they talk poorly about each other, but now Christine considers Janelle her best friend. We cut to Cody saying, Christine talks shit about Janelle for the past four years in the one house. I think there's a beauty that even though... Christine is ending it with Cody and in some ways partly ending it with part of the family. It is pretty touching that they have over so many years like finally have become friends, right? It seems like um with the initial three wives like there were sort of maybe like a jealousy or just just something there, right, where they kind of poked at each other. But it's, you know, you kind of wish that they would all kind of get to this stage, but it was it was really neat to see how how well of friends Janelle and Christine are now. And she goes so far as call her, you're my best friend. The throwback scenes, this episode and the next episode, were so sad to see. I'll touch on a little bit more later, but Christine really was the heart of like all family gatherings. When I think back, mo- uh, mostly in the Vegas time, 
I always felt like Christine was the one sort of planning things or being a life of a party or sort of like trying to be that energy to get people pumped about something that probably a lot of people were just like, this is so fucking dumb. Why are we doing this? But she sort of tried to make it a positive moment. Mary appears about two times in this episode. And one of the times she appears, she says that she's really mad at Christine for giving up on her and the family. She doesn't consider her a sister wife because you have to be married to be a sister wife. Why throw that in there? Also, she doesn't want to be a sister wife. (laughs) That's the point. She never mentions, but she could be a friend. No, you can't be friends. I can't imagine. And I'm sure we'll see it in the next season. These future family get-togethers are going to be cringe, and I can't wait. I need to know how Thanksgiving was this year with Robin and Cody, because we know it was only their core family. Maybe Mary, because Janelle was with her her kids, and Christine obviously with her kids. Mary went to Disneyland. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Was Thanksgiving weekend the retreat weekend, or was that the weekend prior? It had to have been prior. I think it was prior. Yeah, there's no way they would did it that weekend. No. Also, no, I'm also not being, being away from my family and paying somebody $6,000 to go to no, a retreat. Like, no. not going to happen. Not including airfare or, like, driving tr- a car. I think we broke this down in an earlier episode. Like, with that amount of money, we could have gone to, like, Europe. We can go so anywhere. For just a long time. <laughs> anywhere but this Airbnb. Or B&B. Christine talks about how Truly has not spent the night at Cody and Robbins. That she only spends a few hours and then wants to come home, which is pretty telling. Because you know where she is spending the night? Janelle's in the next episode. We cut to a scene of Cody and Truly shoveling snow. Where are Robin's kids? Because we are shoveling snow at Robin's house. I felt very like a Cinderella thing going on here. The stepsisters were inside just enjoying their pampered life. I felt that too. I thought it was odd that this was the only footage we had of them together. Yes. There's not, no fun. Not a, no not fun. A, a, maybe um, a food day with, you know, dad and his daughter that's visiting or any kind of activity where they're communicating or we see them communicate. Like, I feel like I know more about Truly and what she likes over Cody. Like, he doesn't know that she's into Harry Potter or that she's a Slytherin. Team Slytherin. But <laughs> I, he's just like, yeah, help me do my chores. Also, is he shoveling snow for $200 an hour? Because remember, that's what his going rate is. We cut back to Christine and Janelle. Christine said she is open to remarrying. And Janelle says it's logical. She's healthy. She's only 50. Didn't Janelle say something like, I hope I get, I hope I like him. Yeah. And in, in a way, really, I hope, you know, I want to get to meet them yeah. in the future, whoever they are. I love this energy. I love that Janelle asked these questions. Because honestly, way back when, when we knew Christine was getting divorced, I mean, we even did a um, a cameo asking her, like, you don't have to answer if you don't want to. Like, are you going to start dating? But it's amazing that we are seeing it on TV. The question we want to ask yeah. Christine is being asked by, you know, a cast member. I love calling them cast members <laughs> like they're actors. Uh, but Maybe we should put that cameo out again. That was She was so sweet in it. Like, definitely. Really, if you guys want to get a cameo from anyone, Christine's so nice. We very, should maybe ask Janelle nice. something. Oh, we should ask Janelle. Does the Rob, queen. Does Robin have one? We should one? refer to her as the queen. Does Robin have one? I will ask Robin something. Why what are would, you such a would jerk? You, what would you ask her? 
Oh, my mind immediately went to douchey questions. But let's see. What would I ask? Be like, in the beginning seasons, I noticed that you seem to be filled with so much life, so much happiness. Be like, I've <laughs> noticed it. I've noticed like a, a, a shift or a transition in your like your emotional state or just how, how, how you, <laughs> I don't view, think you like how you I know, I know, I know. Like how you come across on television. It might be too it, loaded. It might be too loaded. It, she'll she'll. Well, I don't know. Will she get it? Read between the lines there. She would definitely not answer that. <laughs> Should deny. <laughs> nope. Probably. The next portion of this episode was Janelle and Cody at the RV. Always a good time. We are struggling to keep the RV leveled. It is a continuing storyline. This RV has its own storyline. Okay. When I was in the military, we had to drive these like really big trucks and you had to level them. Now, mind you, this wasn't like an auto leveling thing. There's basically four controls. It's like front left, front right, back left, back right. And they control different hydraulics. And there's actual levels like that you can look at there. And they bought like this super bougie like RV that's like 80 grand. I hope to God it already. Like when Cody whipped out the level, I was like, why do you have the level? Don't you have like a thing you can look at already built in? No, remember it's but, a lemon. Okay. They got a shit one. But I had limited time with these vehicles and I figured out how to fucking level them. I have no idea what Cody's doing. Like, uh, I think Gabe, like Gabe fucking knew how to do it. He was just like, yeah, you fucking do this, this, and it's leveled. Maybe Christine's new man can come show him. Oof. <laughs> Remember her cowboy she meets with what, rugged hands what does try- not wear gloves. What I'm trying to say is, yeah, it's probably difficult at first, but honestly, after you get it down, it's really not that hard. I am guessing because they sort of um, flatten that area of land and put some... There's the gravel, like yeah. some gravel. There's probably shifting going on. So every time you level it, like it's settling more. So now it's unlevel. But then Janelle mentioned something about has issues with sewage. And I was like, oh, man, what does that mean? It's really broad. I don't want to know more, but sure. that was enough. Cody says he doesn't think that him or Janelle are being honest about their relationship. I think Janelle's pretty honest. I think she's pretty honest because she doesn't have a lot of romantic needs, I don't think. She's always friendly with him. Granted, they're probably not honest in the fact that they don't talk about their problems. Yeah, I could see that. Cody is just going to move his target to her now. Here he pushed Mary away. Well, granted, Mary's was a whole incident, but Mary's gone. Christine's gone. He's going to start treating Janelle like shit. Do you feel like Janelle is someone who sort of is more reserved to talk about these things? Absolutely. Because e- even with their partner? Mm, probably. That's, that's kind of well, fascinating. Here's the thing. We'll talk about respect a lot next episode, but I think she also has little respect for Cody, so she just goes through the motions. It's still surprising that these folks, like Mary, are going through these motions, but why? You don't have Ooh, to. Mary's not. She is taking anything she gets. She was a schoolgirl when her name fell out of that man's mouth. In Cody's interview, he says that he and Janelle did not have a real conversation about spending that amount of money on the RV. But let's clarify. He did not spend a dime on this RV. Janelle even said so in a previous episode. I'm torn because even... I'm torn. Cody's a hypocrite. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm very confused because... There's sometimes this talk about having these independent, strong women, but then he's trying to be this uh, patriarch and just like lead this this family. Do you want them to get, you know, I don't know, because I feel like he, in some ways he feels like he needs to delegate because everyone would always bug him about things. 
But then someone makes a choice and he's like, why don't you, you know, we didn't talk about this. Well, he has to be in control. Everything is about control. Mm. Janelle confirms that she told him about the RV, but he wasn't listening. I was a bit saddened when Janelle was mentioning that Cody really hasn't been a part of any of her living situations while they've been in Flagstaff. I mean, she's been in two rentals, I believe, and now the RV but it's almost like he's always been distant or just just didn't care or he's been aloof about it. He likes to give his opinion after something has been decided. I fully believe Janelle when she says that she told him. I don't see her randomly just doing things. I also find it odd that he has such opinions on Janelle's living situation when he doesn't live with her. And he doesn't help her, but has so many negative opinions. Do you think it's more of a, you should have done X because it could have been profitable for the family? Because for starters, he probably is not a fan of the rentals because you're never going to own that property. Yes, but he wants you to get a rental instead of buying so that you can move out to Coyote Pass, which we'll get into. Then we cut to Cody bitching at Janelle for Janelle wanting to not freeze her butt off and have to fill water containers during the winter. No matter where she lives, what she decides, what she tries to tell him, he's mad. It doesn't matter. McKelty and Tony arrive at Robin and Cody's house. And I have a few things to point out. I'm always looking at the background. Why were there multiple four-person tables in Robin's backyard? I have no idea. Maybe they have, like, awkward family gatherings with no, other... No, they would never allow. Maybe Robin's side of the family. Side of the family. Not... That's, what I, that's okay. what I mean. Robin's side of the family. That's what I mean. Look a little further back past these weird tables. There is a fifth wheel hooked up to electricity. I have some theories. Has anyone answered what the hell those RV, that RV is for? No. Okay. That would be my question to Robin. Okay. There. <laughs> my cameo. Who, so, who, who lives in the who RV? Who lives in the RV at your house? Yeah. Okay. Here's my theory. I have, t- I have a couple. And please hit us up if you have your own theories because I am so curious. Well, this is a show of theories. We do love them. Okay. I think... Number one, the one I think is maybe most likely is that is where Robin's in-law, uh, Robin's parents live. Like they're visiting them for however long. Maybe they've been there for like years. But we talked about it earlier. I'm like, they need Janelle to move properties. Why doesn't she just move at like Robin's property? And like, there's already there's no there's, space. There's already an RV there. Hooked no, up, hooked, hooked up. up. Someone yeah. is there. Okay. And then the second that we talked about, the second theory was that is where the nanny lives. Nanny quarters. Yes. Yeah, I could see it. And then she just goes home to her husband like on weekends. Honestly, we might have to cave and ask her that. I mean, she doesn't have a cameo. Damn it. We should ask um, Cody. No, nah, it's too expensive. It is too expensive. I'm not willing to give that money to that household. I'll ask Janelle. She doesn't care anymore. Oh, uh, let's ask Gwen. You're right. Yeah. We should. Okay. That'll be my question okay. to Gwen. Okay. We are on her Patreon. Okay. So... Cool. <laughs> Maybe I'll get a question in. Oh, that's a good idea because she does do very thorough Q&As. Okay. Oh, man. But that's okay. So she stopped. Her initial post was answering just tons of questions. And now her Q&As are only like the top 10 most voted questions. Oh. No one's going to vote for this RV question. Yeah, that's, they're going to be like these fucking idiots. Nobody wants to <laughs> but that is what know. I want to know. <laughs> We're going to get downvoted. <laughs> I know. Somehow I'm going to lose votes. <laughs> McKelty, Tony... Robin and Cody are sitting outside talking. McKelty says, you're still mom, meaning Robin. And Tony says, you're still grandma. There was some 
it's really hard to describe like the energy it's almost like okay it's almost like robin is this um this leader of a side and they are it's almost when you recruit or or when you're trying to get votes for something but you're like making sure like i got your vote right like it's locked in (laughs) it's good we're good right like that was the kind of energy i felt at this sit down like we're our relationship's still good, right? Yeah. No matter no matter what's going on on the outside, like we're we're good. I was like, this is fucking odd. It uh, it doesn't feel genuine. No. Although we did get a little teaser of Robin was the fir- one of the first, if not the first, to be the most accepting. Yes. With McKelty and Tony. Yes. Which we have a theory that that was because Tony is um not white. Because he's Hispanic. I wait. Do we know he's Hispanic? He could totally not be. He could totally not be. I apologize. But yeah, he's just non-white. and That's our theory. Now, I don't have anything to go off of. They were tiptoeing around it. Oh, my. I just remembered my stupid response. (laughs) We should do a live show someday because there's things we say. No, because when we get to the part where we both yell, (laughs) no, we cannot. Okay. We said the race thing, but I also said it's because he's an outsider. He's not related. That's foul. <laughs> That's fucking foul. Oh, he's not a cousin. Yeah. Okay, Caleb. Yeah, so that's why there's no reference to go off of here. Isn't Caleb like a third cousin or something? Or like a Yeah, it's like the sister-in-law's cousin yeah, or something. Yeah, something, something. Okay. Cody pipes in and immediately changes the energy and asks, how long have you known? That was weird energy, too. He's just... It was like a fucking, like, not a murder investigation. Oh, my God. Like you a, mean an interrogation. Sorry. Excuse me. An interrogation. How long have you known? It's kind of true, though. I mean... Oh, you know what this reminded me of? What? Okay. Anyone listening who has seen the movie Traffic will know exactly where this is from. But there's a scene in the movie where the daughter um, gets arrested, basically, because one of her friends overdoses. Uh, they get arrested. The parents have to break them out. The mom and dad of the girl start talking and the mom's trying to like make it like a light. Like, ah, I mean, you know, Lord knows we tried everything under the sun or whatever. And he's like, wait a minute. How long have you known? How long have you known? That's the way the scene goes. I'm like, oh, wow. I'm getting weird flashbacks to the movie traffic right now. (laughs) Cody wonders if he was the last to know. And McKelty says that in a relationship, you will always be the last to know. That's kind of true, kind of depending on what angle you're looking at it from. Okay, at first, Cody was confused as fuck, and she saved herself. I mean, it depends on the angle, though. So, she's like, oh, if I was leaving Tony, he wouldn't know. But you would know that the person's unhappy. Like, it's very rare that a person just leaves a seemingly happy marriage. It happens, but it's rare. So saying, oh, you'd be the last to know, like, sure, you're the last to know that I'm leaving, but you're not the, you're the first person to know I'm not happy. Sure. Are you though? Like, could you, what if you couldn't read that? Then the, it wasn't going to work anyway. <laughs> you cannot understand I'm just, that. I'm just thinking from Coach's perspective, he's got 20 kids, four wives. He's probably got a lot going on. He has one his. wife and five children. Sure. Sure. <laughs> but he's got a lot going on. I feel like he doesn't give himself the time to think about these things deeply that he it might be a point of just like i just don't have time to well and and it doesn't work out that time and it does yeah and it's not gonna work out then it is moving day there's various scenes of tony garrison gwen makes a little appearance 
It is still full daytime. I take like one or two o'clock and they say, oh, we'll just finish up in the morning. And there's so many boxes left. Not even compiled in one area. Have the Browns ever moved without leaving half of their stuff behind? Here's a rub. Have they ever had movers? Do you ever remember them No, definitely not. Too spendy. It is interesting what everyone's willing to pay for, right? A trip to Victoria's Secret, you know, <laughs> so on and so forth. But movers, like, no. No, absolutely not. That's why you had all these children. Movers. Yeah. Now, McKelty peer pressures her mom into having everyone come over to say their goodbyes. This is a terrible the, fucking idea. Horrible. Awful. Why would you do this to your mother? Also, you could read that your mom was not into this. She specifically just said no. Like, why would you push this on her? But we see Cody and Robin arrive in the same car. Maybe the first time ever. I guess it's finally sitting in that they don't need to pretend anymore. Someone posted the image of Robin arriving. Oh my god. I missed it on the first watch. And then we watched it again. Wow. What was that face? What was that energy? Don't come in here Uh, acting like you're the godfather. Get off my property. Like, we need to make a meme about that. It was so good. I couldn't believe it when I saw it. You know what I also couldn't believe? Ari, a six-year-old with a pacifier. Wow. No seatbelt? No seatbelt. And I like to think that they were in a seatbelt, then they, like, got to the house, then she, like, ripped it off. So I won't go much on that one. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Pacifier. That's what I want to talk about. I, so I'm not a parent. I don't want to go too hard, but what's the average age kids kind of get off of pacifiers? You are not in school in kindergarten having a pacifier. Now? If someone showed up to school, ooh, no. Yeah, not good, right? Not good. Okay. Now let's talk about when Solomon was younger and he had to have extensive dental surgery. I assume it's because he had a pacifier late in age. Oh, like fucked up his teeth? Yeah. Also, let's point out that Cody was at that surgery and had to be Robin made him. Ooh. But, you know, we'll talk about that later. (laughs) This is where we get to where Robin's a little bit, you know, guilty in this process. Yeah. Like, I like to say, like, Cody is the root of it all, which he is, but there's a lot of manipulation. You know, you'd think you'd be a partner to say... You should really go to your daughter's surgery. Yeah, she should be pushing for what's right. Yeah, again, again yeah, we're, again, we're not, we're not, we're not parents. <laughs> Any everything we say, heavy grain of salt. Yeah, if so not, much if, salt. If not a skip on the podcast, but <laughs> but everything they mentioned was almost counter to what i've heard or seen parents do like usually you yes. have your kid on the sleep schedule you at least attempt it like you don't say oh i just i just don't have them sleep like no one usually says that i mean isn't it also for the parents like sanity mostly yes like you're like i need an hour to myself before i myself go to bed i honestly just want to see robin's kiddos like literally leave the nest yes i okay that's the thing i want them to succeed and do super well but i feel like robin keeps them so close and so like sheltered you know i want all of these uh, most of these kids just like go find different communities like go meet people go make friends (laughs) like go live in a fucking studio apartment and just like live life go work random jobs just i don't i don't know discover what you like 
okay, we'll stop talking about the parenting because yeah, so no. much thought. Like, we have no room to talk. We can't even handle a pet right now. Like, we literally have no responsibilities other than our jobs. Like, my neighbor's <laughs> cat almost shit on my lap today, and I freaked the fuck out. <laughs> oh, no. Freaked the fuck okay, out. Okay, side rant. I'm upstairs. I have noise-canceling headphones on, and I can still hear Leon yelling from downstairs, I need help, which is super urgent-sounding, but it's really just the cat is trying to shit on me. <laughs> Like, I saw it coming out. And then you were like, pick him up. And I was like, no, I will get the door. But this is your thing. You let him in. All right, back to the show. We arrive in the van. Cody and his family go to the backyard. (laughs) And they say they can't go in the house due to COVID. But let's point out how many times Cody himself has gone into the house to talk to Christine or see the girls. Well, probably not see the girl that much, but on the show multiple times so far, he's been in the house to talk to Christine. Tony and McKelty were just at Robin and Cody's. Allowed the children to hug them fully as much as they wanted and loved all over the baby. Cody and Robin have a nanny that come in and out of their house, possibly living on the premises. We don't know. (laughs) The kids are in school, but they cannot go in the house and they cannot touch their family members. It's such a farce at this point. It's such... It's so dumb. Like, you cannot keep up this ruse. I The the amount Cody has hid behind COVID as a way to basically be like, you know, I don't want to hang out over there. Like, yeah. COVID, ah. <laughs> you know, that way. I'll never touch those women again. Um, It's just too much, man. It's too much. Like, everyone's fucking chilling in the house, partying, hooting and hollering right <laughs> they're just standing outside it's so awkward and then cody's like hey i'm out- here hey we're out here let's do this thing five minutes oh yeah okay thanks you know, okay this energy was so fucked up because i get it you're mad you're heartbroken all this bullshit you're one of your wives is leaving you but then he, he has the goal to be like well you know spots of rain i'm getting out of here in five minutes i'm like dude you're a fucking asshole you're also saying goodbye to your daughter yeah And he's saying all of this in front of his daughter. We cut to Robin and her kids. They're all pouting. It's just the fate. Like, why'd you come? Why are you here? You clearly don't care. You don't even say a word. Stay home. How would this play out if Truly was a boy? Oh, then that would have been King Solomon. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. It's sad. I mean, at least until they're like Gabe's age and then, you know, you're not anything. But (laughs) while you're a kid, Mary says the real reason she wasn't there is because she was out of town. This girl planned to be out of town the moment she knew Christine was leaving. (laughs) She definitely wasn't going to come back into town for this. No. But see, that makes it even more of why are we here? Like, not everyone's here. Mary's, Mary's like out and about. Like, is this really a big deal? She, honestly, Christine should have told McKelty, like, I've already said goodbye to these people. Like, they you, already yelled at me. You, That's you, it. You don't, we don't need to do this again. And they were right when they're in their talking heads. You can even tell the energy was so bad. It was so cold and the lines were divided <sighs> so clearly. Physically. Robin's daughters were awkwardly so fucking sad. Honestly, Robin must have said so much <laughs> shit to her kids. I know. Because if you're like, hey, you know, Christine decided to leave. We want to wish her the best. She's going to, you know, on her next journey to Utah. Um, she's an amazing resource. And she's, you know, still going to be, you know, part of your lives, whatever. Yeah. Versus no, like, that did not they, they arrive down. sad as 
fuck. No, mad as fuck. Okay. They were sassy. Well, a mix of both. A mix of both. Just not good. You know, those were not nice words spoken in that house. No. It's probably a lot of just Cody and Robin just talking mad shit. Totally. Cody goes up to Truly and asks her if she's excited to move. She says yes, and he asks, where's your smile? She looks into the distance, looks back, looks into the distance, looks back, shrugs her shoulders, and walks away. (laughs) I love her. (laughs) She's awesome. Such an awkward fellow duck. And Do they they have any relationship? No, this was like that weird older cousin that's like, hey, and you're like, hi, and you leave. Like, you're like, you don't talk to me. Why are you... Why are you trying to talk to me now? It's like, you don't talk to me normally. No. I'm not even used to this. That's why I'm <laughs> acting like this. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Cody rambles on in his interview about how Christine should have stayed. Then maybe Gwendolyn and Yisbel may have also stayed in Flagstaff. Does he know that Gwendolyn lives in Flagstaff? Does he think that she also went back to Utah? I thought that was weird. <laughs> I know. I'm like, she's there. It's so funny. In my notes, I wrote, I appreciate McKelty's speech. It is nice. She's trying to bring everyone together and create kind of a one last attempt at a bond. And then my direct next note is, she's just rambling. She's just saying anything she can say. <laughs> she needs her, her moment. Her she one needed a lot moment. of moments. But I do appreciate her trying. But it was just so awkward and not needed at that point. Ari pipes in and asks Christine and her dad... Why they broke up. Christine does a good job of trying to, you know, sometimes two people it just doesn't work yeah. out, you know, and it's uh, that's okay. Go on dates. Go on dates. <laughs> oh my God. I love kid voices, by I the wish, way. I wish Christine said, I would have loved to, but your dad never wanted to. Yeah, exactly. You can't say that to kids. You got to keep oh, it going. But it, it would have been great. But if you're leaving, fuck it. I'm burning all these bridges. <laughs> wow. What but if- I mean... This goes back to what the hell are Robin and Cody saying that a six-year-old is saying these yeah, things? Like, it's not good. They're just talking a lot of shit. Yeah. Cody throws up the double P signs while yelling at Ari, only me, only me, as he goes towards Truly to give her a hug. Weird. Why would you keep that distance between your kids? I think he's doing the ultimate mind game. So he's mentally keeping people separated, but physically showing these boundaries as well yeah the double p sign was interesting it was almost like <laughs> after 27 fucking years huh that's yep. what i get get a double double piece. double p symbol yep. <laughs> janelle then hugs christine and she breaks down she and it. then i was it was so sad but then again as soon as christine breaks down i look over mckelty i'm like why the fuck did you do this i know now they have the satisfaction of your mom breaking down McKelty should have called out these girls also. Like, why y'all being some bitches? No, you should have just been like, hey, like, do you guys want to hug now? Because we, you know, the whole family hugged yesterday. Also, what? What is it? Did they have a pact to say like, hey, when we go there, we're not going to say anything. Yeah, because they're so badass. We're not going to say anything. We're not even going to wish her well. We're just going to. Then how about you stay home? Moving into episode 12, Life After Polygamy. We find out that the offer fell through as they were packing up the truck. So crummy. We cut to Robin reiterating that Christine doesn't want a relationship with her or her kids. And she plans to stay out of her way if she bumps into her while Truly is over. Because, you know, she and Cody will never be going to pick up Truly. No. 
I'm honestly trying to give Robin a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. As far as I would imagine, since we saw Janelle and Christine talking about like, hey, you might have read this this conversation wrong. Like, can we clarify? I would imagine they've texted or something of like, hey, let me clear the air. And I would think Robin might have doubled down and asked, like, can you see a friendship in our future? And I could see Christine being like, no. I just think she knows she has to keep some sort of relationship for McKelty, which is wild. Because of the pictures we saw of the birth, there's, there has to be some baseline. Again, I'm not that tied to my employer, but to each their own. Now, we need to break down this quote. And it's a great one from Robin. You ready? It's really hard to be optimistic when a bomb just went off and blew up pretty much all of your hopes. The collateral damage will last for generations. This is too much. Robin's happiness is tied to a woman being unhappily married to her husband. You know, depending on how you spin this to your kiddos, in, well, honestly, an example of McKelty's kids, they will never know a world where Christine was married to Cody. They'll only ever know that this is their grandma and that's their grandpa. But like, that's always been their life. So the fact that she's like, it's going to impact us for generating, I'm like, no, it won't. Maybe the money loss. No, it won't. (laughs) So I had divorced grandparents and it was never a big deal. Like at all. And it was never a thing. It was like, oh, I'm going to go here and see my grandpa today. Oh, I'm going to go here and see my grandma today. Like it was never a big deal. We, we listened to the Sister Wives podcast earlier today. Uh, we, de- we usually try not to, just the fact that we're doing a double episode, we usually try not to listen to episodes before we record. Like we want to record first and then, you know, indulge in all of our Sister Wives podcasts. But I agree with what they said. They mentioned that, does Robin just forget that she's been divorced? I, that's what I don't get. I could talk about that every single episode. What she says is so wild. For a divorced woman who has gone through this, who has had to deal with a split family, she acts like she... Okay, also, I don't understand how she knows all the rules of polygamy and how she says previously that she was in a polygamous relationship when there was no sister wives, but also pretends she wasn't divorced and talks about how Christine just quit. Yeah, like, I, I, I don't know. Like, you know, Christine's probably got too much class to call her out on her shit, but it's... This episode especially, everyone's mentioned this, like this episode, I mean, I feel like it happens in every episode, but there was so many moments of individuals being hypocrites. Oh, yeah. Or like, it was insane. I think they forget sometimes they've been on TV so long and that we remember so many details of those previous episodes. No good. Mary brings up the fact that the more news that comes out about Christine leaving... She's been shocked by how mean people really are. They ask, why can't you be strong like Christine? Which is fucked up. Like, I want Mary to leave so that she is happy. Mm -hmm. I'm not comparing her to Christine. She says, Christine has her own value regardless of Cody. I have my own value regardless of Cody. And I think people are saying that, but maybe in not the greatest way if they are asking her why she can't be strong. And we've said it before. We want you to move on because in all honesty, we just want you to like go find love, like go find a special person that is going to be with you every day and enjoy life with you. Not some dude who's basically in his mind, you're already divorced and you're just sticking around like that doesn't seem like a good setup. 
At the very least, just don't be tied to this person who doesn't care about you. So it's moving day and Janelle brought coffee. I was saying that's an MVP and you said no. No, I read through this shit way too fast. (laughs) First of all, the queen, Janelle, is late as fuck. She brought coffee. When when you're late, you bring either donuts or you bring coffee. Or you could bring both. She brought the coffee, which shout out. That's incredible. We're working our asses off. We need some caffeine. So I read through that. But they were done, you said. They looked like they were on like the done stages. And Janelle showed up like, I'm here. I'm like, what are you here for? It's already done. Janelle saying this isn't goodbye. It's just see you later. Killed me. When she started crying, she said, maybe it's the end of the chapter. A really big chapter. Maybe even the book. Oh. Sad. So sad. Chrissy should be like, it's okay. It's like volume two. A couple more volumes to go. (laughs) They show a flashback of the happier times within the family. The dancing, the hanging out, the holidays, the birthdays. It was really sad to see. Especially watching them dance under their Christmas lights in the cul-de-sac. That was dope. The way Christine looked at Cody and seeing where they're at now and how he threw that away is so sad. (laughs) I have the most weird commentary in my notes sometimes. Right after that, I wrote, do I feel personally betrayed by Cody Brown? (laughs) (laughs) How could you ruin this? Why would you do this to us? (laughs) Me and you have seen this very many times before, the welcome to Utah sign. We've had many road trips. And she says, today I get to be home. That's deep. Aspen met them at the new place. And speaking of listening to Ace and Caitlin earlier, I like their theory that Aspen just hates her her dad. She was like, Mitch, take one for the team. Go help my mom. I'll meet you guys back here. That theory was really good. I think it's there because why would you not? Okay. And then at this point on, every single transition had a lo-fi beat. And I was so confused. Whatever intern they hired to (laughs) chop this shit together, the music was kind of on point on the transitions. But not relative at all it was not like (laughs) sister wise vibe but i was kind of down i was like why is this beat so hot and why is it here on sister wives we see janelle and savannah going to christine's house to the outside faucet to fill up their water jugs sounds like they're doing this pretty much every day this is so random then cody shows up out of the blue he's like they live like down the street from them, right? Yeah, everyone lives just like, like on ah, the same street. Just saw you pull up, decided to pull up, you know? Like, I'd have been like, damn it, I would have timed this better. <laughs> <laughs> we have an interview with Savannah here, and it is wild how much she reminded me of her mother here. So not only the way she speaks, but her mannerisms and the way she says the words. And she has a positive spin on it, just like her mom. Mm-hmm. It was so crazy. There, she had a post on Instagram during the time of Logan's wedding, and she was like, wow, you really just put, like, copy-paste on my mom. <laughs> and, like, holy crap, that's Janelle. So, the main meat of this episode. Cody wants to buy Christine's house, have Janelle live in it, pay off Coyote Pass, start building on Coyote Pass, then rent out Janelle's house to make another income. This conversation was a bit confusing because Janelle kind of breaks it down like there's no fucking way that could work. Like, she cannot have I two need mortgages. To, I need to rent this home for two years. Mm-hmm. 
because she talked to someone that actually has a financial background and mortgage background. So she's like, where the fuck am I going to live for two years while I'm running this place out? Like, this is the whole root of the issue. Like, I don't have a fucking place to live, dude. Okay, hear me out. They can build right now. They do not need to pay off the land right now. They could build right now. The only reason they are not building is because one person named Cody Brown wants to redo the property lines, get a fifth lot, make that a rental property. Why can we not let Janelle build on her plot somewhere where it would still make sense that if you're redoing the property lines, that would still be in her lot? Honestly, knowing the Browns is probably not a good idea because plans could change and that might screw things up. I just feel like, okay, we talk about this all the time. Me and you and we're watching it. Cody does not want to build. He doesn't give a shit about this anymore. It doesn't matter. And he will not just say it. That is my theory that sometimes when I see Janelle talk about Coyote Pass with Cody, he's almost like looking down. He's not really making eye contact. I have a feeling he just doesn't want to admit. He's like, yeah, that was a fucking dumb idea. We're like not going to build on Coyote Pass. But they can. That's what's so infuriating. They can. I also wonder how property is going to be broken up now that Christine left. Like from my knowledge, Cody and Robin have like 50% of the property. They have pretty much everything in their name. Them too. Which is sketchy. Janelle reiterates that she wants to be on the land. And Cody says if she didn't buy the RV, then we would have been able to afford the mortgage on Christine's house. Okay, but where would this woman be living? He just doesn't understand that she needs to live somewhere. Janelle would have had to move like months ago somewhere. (laughs) That's what, yeah. And it would probably, she would have her own mortgage or lease. So what are you saying? And Janelle stood up says like, if I waited for Cody to either make decisions or help me out with things like this shit's never getting done at this point janelle is theoretically bringing out the excel we are opening documents she gives us a sneak peek which we always love she gets the taxes she sees how the money is dispersed from the family account and there was enough money outside of the debts and daily expenses that were spent on other things If they prioritize like they did previously for the other houses, they could pay off the land. It's Victoria's Secret. It's tchotchkes in the window. Random boxes of shit. That's where the money is going. I wish we got more. I know you probably can't, but it would be fascinating to get more of a financial breakdown of how this family operates with so many people. Yeah. And how money is dispersed or how much money is kept in people's personal accounts now that sort of they're making more money or Mary who's you know, a LuLaRoe goddess or whatever. (laughs) The argument keeps getting more and more heated. And the only thing I can think of is Savannah is standing right there. And Cody will not stop pushing Janelle. It was not a good look. No. Also, I feel like this guy has forgotten. Some things just don't work with this family. For example, some things happen where eventually they got to the point where like, these ladies cannot share a kitchen like it just does not work that was way from the beginning that was they cannot share a kitchen why would one wife want to move into another wife's home it clearly that's not even an option considering mary and robin will not offer janelle a place at their house 
That is so fucking sad. Sister wives. That your sister wives, especially you, Mary, who by yourself. <laughs> who is at the B&B. Like, I didn't even know if that's actually happened. Did she ever extend the olive branch? Absolutely not. Like, they don't. And if it no. never happened, that's fucking sad. This whole thing about like, oh, she betrayed, you know, she betrayed me. She betrayed our family. I was like, you're fucking betraying your sister wife right now. <laughs> yeah. Can't even find a place to fucking live. Oh, my God. We sound like Cody Brown. Your relationships with your sister wives. <laughs> but it's 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 so hypocrite. It's so dumb. Yeah. It's so dumb. Don't. Don't tell me this sister wife shit and you can't even offer your sister wife a place to live. Now, last episode, we found out that Janelle put in money from her house sale in Vegas for Robin's current house. At this point, it seems like everyone put in money to buy Robin's house. That's where I was going. We also find out this episode, Mary put in money for Robin's house. The only person who didn't put in money for Robin's house was Robin. (laughs) (laughs) Like, for real. It, it's not a good look, especially when you then cut to Robin and she goes, yeah, we've always worked together as a family. <laughs> Robin said everything besides, oh, yeah, they helped me pay for my family or uh, my oh, house yeah, as well. Yeah, no, she's like, oh, no, everyone worked together to pay for Christine's house. Uh, why don't we talk about who paid for your house that you own? Everyone else had to rent, but and, you own. And your house is the most expensive by far? Yep. Why was the only option a million dollar home? We cut back to Janelle and Cody arguing, and he says, "If there's a way, if there's a will." This is so stupid. I've never heard of then that. He, then he fucking contradicts his own <laughs> he modified does. version yes. of the statement. Breadcrumbs, breadcrumbs will come back to that. Remember, there's a way, if there's a will. Then we see Truly arrive at Coyote Pass, and she is going to stay with Janelle, not Cody and Robin. for the night didn't we mention this before that when truly would come to visit to coyote pass she would not be staying at robin's house no i feel like we mentioned this before probably but like she would be more comfortable if truly stayed with janelle yeah and look at it it's already starting truly is so stinking cute for thanking janelle for letting her stay was Christine, you think she, like, where was she? Like in a... I assume at the house, finishing oh, packing yeah, up. Yeah, she probably true. just, like, took a sleeping bag or something. Yeah, there's yeah, there's no, nothing in there. Yeah. We learn that Janelle is a sky watcher and an astronomy nerd. My phone put Skywalker, and I think we should leave that. <laughs> they had a cookout, hot dogs, burnt marshmallows, shout out, truly. The, that's the way to have them. I think Janelle did a really good job. Gave her the sugary cereal. They had a fun sleepover. Yeah, it seemed like a fun moment. Good memories. And yeah, truly had a good spirit about the whole thing. So that's good. Yeah. Look, she had a lot of fun with Savannah. She wasn't mean or anything about the situation. No, I'm sure they have a decent relationship. Then Janelle says the quiet part out loud. I struggled with Mary and we've worked a lot through the years to try to figure ourselves out. And with Robin, there's a lot of problems. But Christine truly is the definition of a sister wife. When Janelle mentions, there's a lot of problems there. We just skip over wow. that real quick. A lot of problems. This just leads everyone to sort of start thinking of all the possibilities. Well, think back to even just last season. Janelle lost her mom. Cody is staying over at her place because he went to the funeral 
Robin, of course, has to find herself over at Janelle's house. She builds a fire so that Robin can sit outside. And, you know, this woman who just lost her mother has to then listen to Robin say that she's mourning the family. And then asks if Janelle wants to work on the relationship, to which she says, it's getting cold. I'm going to go inside now. Uh, so yeah i I, I think she's over it it's so much more than that though oh it is that was a snippet i want to know all the details i think it comes down to financials honestly because janelle doesn't need a ton romantically so the attention she probably doesn't even care that much janelle's probably like how the fuck are they spending all this money yes when she talks about money being in different areas i think that's what we're talking about christine talks about how she doesn't like being in flagstaff How she'd rather be anywhere else. She lists all these wonderful characteristics about herself and says when she comes back here, she is just a woman in a loveless marriage. Then we see Cody moving logs from Robin's to Janelle's house. One log at a time. (laughs) One log. Could he put the log in his truck? Cute. Uh, it'd just be awkward. It's too high, right? It would be awkward. awkward. Okay, fine. So we made this weird one log contraption. How long is it going to take you to move all these? I know it takes time to fucking lock these things down. No, he is going to set them out to dry, get them pilled, and maybe it'll be a good log. And everyone's like, for what? What are you doing with these fucking logs? Now, I know people make a lot of things out of logs. Like, think of the things you see online, handmade stores. So maybe he's like a dealer of logs. Arms dealer and log dealer. This show has shown me these fucking logs way too many times (laughs) that we do not care about these fucking logs. These logs better become a home on Coyote Pass. Any serious conversation is accompanied by logs. Janelle is showing Cody the plans for her casita, and Leon and I realized we live in a casita. (laughs) The way she described the home she wants, I told Ellie, I think we live in a casita. (laughs) We do. We live in a 1,300 square foot home. And we don't have a garage. We don't have a garage, so thankfully we have more room, but I think Savannah's room is the size of our room, if not a little bit bigger. Yeah. (laughs) I think, honestly, okay, if homes are ever built at Coyote Pass, there's this whole thing with, um, maybe it's just the culture we live in, where when you get to a certain status, like, it's really hard to go back, right? Now that I have a million dollar home, that's sort of my expectation for my life. I can't really go backwards. Robin's only going up. So, whatever they do build... For example, whatever will become Cody and Robin's home is going to be bougie. It's, it's going to be bougie. It's going to be a thousand feet larger So, so you're, you're going to have, um, you know, total shit show guess here. I imagine Cody and Robin's house, you know, 5,000 square feet. Yeah. Just a big fucking house. Yeah. And here's Janelle with like 1,200 square feet. With her feet. casita still. And it's just insane the, the level of... Which is crazy because Robin doesn't fucking work. How how can you mentally ask for all this money when you don't put money in? Because she has tender children. That shit does not make sense to me. At least people need to wake up. Like I get it. They had this whole concept of um, share the wealth and like this pot. But 
Yeah, but back then everyone had a part they played. Either people worked or people helped take care of the kids. So like, even though you don't have an official job, or you help us with the children. Christina only helped with the children, but she said my job is to save money. So she would coupon cut, get the, all the pantry staples, yeah, but not I don't, I don't... spend money. Sure. Janelle says, typical Cody, it's been a hard summer. And in the end, it's somehow all my fault. Like I'm inconveniencing him. That is exactly how he acts around everyone but Robin. You're just an inconvenience. Now, we're going to go back to those breadcrumbs we talked about a little bit earlier. In this scene, Cody says, He thinks that it's an illusion that Janelle is convincing herself of. That somehow, if she works her will, that she will be successful at this. And isn't this what he tried to sell her with buying Christine's house? There's a way, if there's a will. Do you think next season is going to be Janelle sort of on her path to leave Cody? In the past, you've thought of like, there's no way. I just feel like like this is this is enough for her. If I didn't have Gwen's Patreon info, I would say yes. But since she said current times, she doesn't think Cody or excuse me, Janelle has left Cody. I don't next season. I mean, just based on where they are in the timeline. Mm-hmm. I don't. But it has been confirmed. There is a next season. So I'm excited about that. You know, honestly, something I'm looking forward to for next season, I am excited to see different scenery. For example, like Christine around Salt Lake City or them exploring or maybe going to a national park. Like just anything, just any new scenery besides Flagstaff, no offense. I want to see Christine connect with her family. That would be cool. Yeah. That would be cool. She said she's close to her brother, uh, parents, dating Yes, like honestly, that's what I want to see. That's that's what we all want to see. Cody says he's not going to break his back for someone that doesn't respect him. Men don't feel love for women that don't respect them. I mean, I feel like women also don't feel love for men that the, they don't the respect or respect was, them. It was stupid because why do you have to throw the man thing in there? You could have just said people and no. it just works. It's like, about him and men only. And women have to respect. Like, people don't want to bend their back over for you if you don't respect them. Like, in general, why do you have to throw the man thing in there? And it can be argued that is why you have one less wife. Because you did not respect them. In all honesty, that conversation Christine had with Cody about intimacy. I mean, things are obviously already sort of, you know, not so good. But I feel like from that moment on, it was like a huge shift in this is it. Like, I'm done with this. But it was also a huge shift. Well, maybe not that big of a shift. But I saw more energy given to Cody's thoughts about manliness and respect and the, you know, where the man falls in the family. I mean, he at least tried to cover that up in past seasons if Mm -hmm. he really felt that way. He always talked about how the wives were really, you know, the driving force in the family. And boy, we're not even faking that now. It's also weird that he seems more short with people, even though... Like, there's less family members to take care of. Yeah. You're less thinly stretched, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, you have Robin's... But more angry. You know, you have Robin's (laughs) entire flock who hasn't left. And Janelle only has Savannah, and that's it. Yeah. That's it. Everyone else is out and about, doing their thing. You you know what I'm saying. (laughs) Truly's in Utah now. Cody says, I feel like Janelle struggles to show me respect. If you don't respect me, don't bother with the love. 
And I mean, Janelle honestly, said, yeah, okay, agreed, bye. I mean, it's similar to Christine. Like, yeah, you don't give me time. You don't give me respect. <laughs> like, what would I care? Yeah. We see Cody whip into the driveway aggressively, wearing gloves while he's driving with a visor on. Coming out of the car and slamming it shut. I totally forgot he had that little car still. It, he has a collection of these cars, of convertibles. He has a white one as well. I'm trying to think how many cars. Does he still have the white one? Yes. So he has two of those. A his truck. brother's truck. He probably has his old truck. Um, Robin's van. Yeah. And then the kid, the I think. kids probably have cars. We know the oldest daughter has like a black car. Dayton, maybe. Maybe. No. Maybe they split a car. Why couldn't Christine call anyone else? Anyone else? Janelle's boys? Why? Yes. Don't even tell this dude you're in town. We were talking about this while we watching the show. Truly is pretty strong. We could have gotten you and her. In the list of people I'm willing to call to help me move this snowblower, Robin is one step ahead of Cody. (laughs) I would wait for the mailman to come by and be like, hey, can you help me with this real quick? Before I called Cody Brown. Did you never make friends with the neighbors? Yeah, anyone. There's neighbors. I would have just asked someone. Hey, uh, Ricky, uh, do you mind helping me put this? This thing's pretty heavy. Like Janelle, come here. Girl, we got Mary, this. bring them thighs over here. I know you got pushing power. <laughs> Let's go. It, wow, it is storming out there. If, you, if it picks up, apologies. It is, yeah. It's real rainy in the Northwest. So Cody needs the snowblower to be not in the front. I couldn't understand if you wanted it back or the middle, but not the front because of density. Something about E equals MC squared. (laughs) I don't know. There's a lot of jargon. It was too much. He just wanted to be in control as usual. You can make an argument that I would have just said, well, you want the boxes in the back because you can just stack a bunch of shit. Oh, in my notes, I wrote Leon agrees with Cody. (laughs) Well, no, because... Stacking boxes on top of this awkwardly shaped snowblower is going to look really dumb. We have Cody arguing, wanting to micromanage. We have poor Truly just trying to pack stuff. And Cody's like running her over, running Christine over. I love Christine's um, solo like video chat where she says, I just need you to fucking get the snowblower and that's fucking it. <laughs> I just need you to leave. Like I, I don't just... need anything else. But we shouldn't have even called for that. I'm just saying. He hates this woman energy thing. Oh, he, he if a woman has an opinion, it, it is... fucking hates yeah, it. Cannot stand it. And someone telling him how to do something that is female, how dare they? Now, if this was a dude, he'd be like, yeah, no problem. Let's just... Yeah, anything's cool, you know? Oh, nah. Oh, nah. yes, he would. He's too much of an alpha male. Nah. Cody probably crumbles around true alpha males. Eh, who knows? True, we never see him with anyone. He has no friends. So. Well, we saw him with Brian. Yeah, and he was nice because Brian's a guy. <laughs> so. Again, I'm, go- I'm going back to the, the, the family goodbye at Christine's. Like, this dude just went to fucking Texas for a goddamn wedding. <laughs> what are we doing here? Double peace sign. What are we doing here? Can, can we just fucking go in the house where we've got the heaters on? Cody talks about how this divorce is poisoning his other relationships. But why didn't he care when his relationship with with Robin was poisoning his other relationships? He finds nothing wrong. The relationship between him and Robin is perfect. To him. So that's all that matters. There, There is no cons. Cody reflects on Christine calling him a coward. 
He says, maybe he has been cowardly. Follows that up with, maybe I should have actually told her I didn't like her. How many times do you have to tell this woman you were never attracted to her, you didn't find her cute, you didn't love her, you didn't even like her now, and you say you're heartbroken and betrayed? <laughs> like, what are we Again, doing? contradicting. Like, this episode is incredible. You didn't even like her. Such a farce of like, I'm so heartbroken. No, you're fucking not. You're not no, heartbroken. You're embarrassed. You, again, want to be this fake alpha male and you don't like that one of your wives said, mm, I don't like you. Think back to the, the book that they put out. Cody says he found her so disgusting. She was sitting there. She was already kind of chubby. She was sitting, sitting in the front seat and she was eating nachos. That's nice to say about your wife. That builds a great relationship. On the next time on, we see the fight that has been teased almost all season. Cody and Janelle are at a restaurant talking and Cody just aggressively leans in. Robin gets COVID and I really, really, really want to know the source. Is it school? Is it the nanny? Is it Cody going off somewhere on one of his adventures? I know they won't touch it, but I wish we could find out. They probably won't. If I had to guess, it would be kiddo, just because they're around so many people at school. There's just a higher chance of transmission. I mean, you could already tell. They're going to play it up so hard. I honestly, I don't, I don't really want to get, I don't want to even get into it with Robin's situation. Sure. I want to see how Janelle reacts to Cody trying to pull that shit on her. Yeah, this is, it's going to be good. Oh, okay. Have you heard anything if this is the finale? I No, and this is exactly what well, happened last season. They just ended. Why don't they announce this stuff? D- I don't, don't know. You, don't you get more viewers if it's like, dun, 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 tune in season Oh my finale. God, Married at First Sight. They are telling me how many weeks. Part one, part two. We're breaking it all down. <laughs> like, what? But. You do know you get more viewers, right? When you do like this thing called advertising and like, you know. Oh, speaking finales. of advertising, this is definitely the highest rated season in a while it has to be i see so many more people talking about it now we should there's probably a site we can get those probably or something oh i wanted to say maybe we'll do this as like part of our finale episode but there's a lot of awesome podcasts out right now shout out specifically sister sister wives our buddies i don't have as fun of a saying for them like they call us the besties from the westies I don't have any cool saying yet. I'll come up with something. Call them like the besties from the Easties? (laughs) That's what I was thinking, but it doesn't roll as well. So go check them out. But I did want to provide a list of podcasts that I love and listen to personally because I think it is unique to find a Sister Wife podcast. And there's a few out there that I love. And same with Married at First Sight. So maybe I'll give some shout outs as we come to a conclusion. But at least I say at least a two part finale, a reunion. They are not on the couch together. Honestly, my gut feeling is they won't be. Absolutely not. I know. But, but I it, want it so bad. And then bring kids in. And then they're not gonna they're not gonna ask the real questions we all want to no. you know, the ones we would want to ask. There was decent ones though. Like Sukanya tried last season. At a bare minimum, even if you don't ask them the real tough questions, ask them how they contradict themselves. And like, what is your true feelings? Because you've said two different things. Can we get from your voice now? Like, what do you really mean? Robin, do you see how you are treated differently? Does Cody still, you know, have a two-day minimum of being away from your kids? Or two-day maximum? Oh, yes. That would be good. So many questions. 
Honestly, if they had a Twitter section, that would be good. No, it would be it would be too be, blown up, too so, much, so bad. No, <laughs> no. That's what I want for Married at First Sight too. Like Twitter's good with the reality TV. Definitely. All right, that's all for us. I hope you have a good week. We will be back right on our regular schedule next week. Yeah, thank you all so much for tuning in for this double episode. Cannot wait for next week. Take care.